And the movie starts. Boom. Wow. We got like real booties. Man, I want to bust a nut right now. Al Pacino's booty sweat. Popping ass open. Um. <laughs> Let That's me just say right off the bat, I want to apologize. For I'm being very late. late. Wait, shut up, shut up, Black. This is Jack Black here. It's 10:45. I was supposed to be here at 10 a.m. And this is Nicholas Margellos here. Uh, actually, I guess my name is Ben Margellos. Uh, sometimes it's hard to remember that. Um, I am doing something different this time. I'm going to try and do a commentary, a podcast about commentary tracks where we listen to the commentary track, and this can also be a commentary track. Uh, so I hope that you're going to enjoy the next two hours with me and Ben Affleck. Uh, not Ben Affleck. Uh, that was last episode. Um, ben Stiller, Jack Black, and Robert Downey Jr., who is playing a character in this um, this uh, this commentary track. Um, so what we're going to do is listen to this commentary track all together and enjoy it and see, you know, talk about it. Anyway, this is what the podcast is. This podcast is called uh, Secondary Commentary. It is uh, one clone's journey to uh, sort of discover what makes a good commentary podcast. It's not the official title, but I uh, or the official tagline, but I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to also listen to uh, these guys that are talking in the background. Anyway, just so you know what's going on, if you start this episode at the same time you start the movie Tropic Thunder, um, we'll be listening to the commentary uh, together. So let's let's listen to the boys a little bit, and I'll um I'll come back and, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Let's just uh, let's try to let's try to get a little bit of both what's going on here. Just so you guys know, three actors are hanging out, uh, and and Robert Downey Jr. is being a little bit of uh, he's he's playing his character from the movie. Prosthetic makeup, but I still look like one of the fattest. That's it was crazy. kind of redundant. Look at me her. putting on a fat suit on top of my already fat body. No, we had to, to really make me exactly look it. 25 pounds heavier than I already am. I you know, like to bike it. Look lot. at him. <laughs> I like to bike it, dude. I will say one of the things about this commentary track is the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is playing this character, and sometimes this character can be a little intruding of some of the uh, comments that at least Ben Stiller wants to say. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Damn. Oh, wow. Look at that. See, and it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of Robert Downey Jr. playing this part. You know what I mean? Which is fun and it's fantastic. Um, But uh, it does kind of take away a little bit from the the learning of, uh, you know, what you want to discover while listening to a commentary track. And I guess that's kind of what the question is of this episode is. What makes a good commentary track? What's the middle ground between trying to be. an, an entertainment uh, segment segment of of the podcast, or are you trying to, I don't know, are are you trying to be an informative, you know, is this educational or is this or entertaining? You know what I mean. You got to find that middle ground of of what makes a good commentary. Because I do okay, think so, that uh, this yeah, this uh, was, this, um, this actually, commentary track is very entertaining. Way to so. an Oscar, though. I'm gonna say this. Toby McGuire came in and did us a huge favor. He was a, a last minute replacement, and it's one of those. Um, Situations where the last-minute replacement ends up being huger and mo- more perfect than anything you could have imagined. Yeah, <laughs> so I have to say thank you so much to Toby for um, for helping us out. For being a gamer, total gamer, and and very attractive in the role, I think too. He's a gaming. He's a gaming.
So this is the beginning of the movie. I'm gonna do one of those commentaries where I say exactly what's happening on the screen. <laughs> I just want to say, really here's what happened. I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning because the baby woke up early. Jack. Yeah? Miss me with that bullshit, man. <laughs> you either on time or you not on time. I am late. Yeah, you were very late today. And then, uh... But not, by the way, this didn't happen when we were shooting, though. You were no, actually very... thank you for, for yeah. noting that. It wasn't kind of like that the my movie. professionalism... And I'm trying to follow the movie. When in 1969, You know, you're, you don't have to talk about what's happening on the movie you when you do your commentary. Yeah, you actually can talk about other stuff. Prison came. Mission was considered to be near suicide. What are you guys wearing at the premiere tonight? Um, Dior. I'm just wearing a suit. I'm gonna wear I'm a suit. I got something special cooking up. Are you gonna, gonna, it's going to be a surprise. Okay. You always wear a t-shirt and jeans, Not right? this time, buddy. Okay. Man, that Kung Fu Panda, that that shit you was wearing abroad, uh, it was okay. like you just woke up in, in the alley yeah. or something. You gonna, <laughs> I hope you pull out the stops. No, 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 no. I'm sprucing it up tonight. Uh, yeah, so there's, we've learned some fun things there, like Tobey Maguire being a last-second addition. Very fun information to have learned. Um, what else? Um, okay, so here's our... Um, I'm going to talk about the movie. Yeah, so yeah. here's our opening shot where we wanted to get that sort of, uh, you know, that cool, like, sort of apocalypse feel, but we only had three helicopters. And They uh, got this right the first time, didn't they? I feel like this is fake. Like, this is not even real jungle here. That's how good it is. Is there cartoon computer jungle happening no, at all? No, this is all real. Yeah. It's all totally real. This is There's nothing enhanced about any of these Believe shots, except it. for the missiles. The missiles aren't People love this there. scene. Yeah, this was a fun scene to shoot. Was it? it I was, was there, and I don't remember it as such. <laughs> <laughs> how do Damn. you remember it? Unadulterated torture. <laughs> really? No, it was fun. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, here I come, though. Everybody shut up. Right. Now, this, is, this shot was actually... Um, <laughs> That shot was truncated in the actual movie. The longer cut, we added a bunch of stuff here. There you go. We just shot this the first week. Very first shot first you guys day. did. <laughs> yeah. Look at Jeff. Here it comes. <laughs> Here comes what? Here comes some more blood spray in the face. Here it is. How did? Yeah, that was. Uh, Look at that, right on his own face. It's a tricky thing to pretend to fake that you accidentally are spraying yourself with something it's counter, by accident. It's counterintuitive. Yeah. That's Jeff Imada. He's a very oh. accomplished stuntman. Oh, gut shot. Oh. So there's a there's a lot more guts in this version than in the uh, theatrical version. Oh, yeah. uh, just because we wanted to, yeah, we liked it longer, but then audiences were sort of confused. It looked a lot like Egg Foo Young, I remember, on the day. Well, we did a test with real, like, animal guts, and that was too uh. realistic, so we went with more cartoony sort of guts. And stinky, I bet. Boom. There's get Want some. some, Get Some, which ended up being our little, um, you know, for the poster, our little catchphrase. Did they the pay you extra for that, Laz? Oh, you here? Uh, Shit, man, I thought you might still be on the way. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so glad you made it. I can never no, you address hungry? you now. Let's get some food in here for the man. <laughs> I already ordered a, a four by four. All right, don't mention any brand names now. Hey, Robert, maybe I'll, I'll just uh, take this opportunity to ask you where you came up with the inspiration for, uh, for Osiris and, and for the, the characterization. I don't remember. 
Hide at home. All I remember is that I was gonna do a movie with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. And I thought, fuck, man, I don't have a clue in my head what I'm gonna do with this dude. I also said, I don't wanna get in trouble now. So the voice came. <laughs> I like your shades. They got that golden. True. Whoa, you, hold on. In the first couple days, it. Here it comes. You wanted oh, to wear it. You I can't to wear say it. anything. Look at this. The jiggle dance. Man, this is what you call physical comedy right here. Look at this. <laughs> Wait, here it comes. Yeah. Um, that was you pretty, get out of that hole. Here it is. Here yeah. it is. You say Don't a couple of it. obvious things. Here. Um, this, we tighten this up for oh, in the theatrical version, of course. So w the yellow shades you wanted to wear because of, you were going to be shooting a lot of shells, and right? You wanted That's for right. some it wind protection? Yeah. It was tactical and practical. <laughs> Here's where it all come together right there. Wait. <laughs> the close shot. Here it comes. Yeah. So, God, I was really emotional. Here it is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> See, I mean, it's it's Robert Downey Jr. acting a lot, uh, like I've been stated earlier, like that he's just very excited to be uh, watching the movie. It feels like he's really he's like the the movie's like hype man, uh, which is exciting and, and great. But um, yeah, you definitely uh, you definitely miss out on some of the actual talking about the movie aspects. This one. Peekaboo, I see you. Where did that come from? Just oh, there it is. Now that's Robert. That's Robert doing that. You wouldn't tell, uh, you know, because it's so wide. But how was it doing that shot, doing that role? Because that was a one take. It deal, was adrenaline incarnate, man. Yeah. There you bah! go. Fuck, it was fun. That was a great week. Yeah, that was a fun. This was our first uh, couple of weeks, just uh, right off the bat. <laughs> Fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> Um, I wasn't I wasn't wanting to carry a brother out here though. Yeah, no, you for all through the prep prep of the movie, you were upset about this scene because you had to carry me, and I and then you had to carry me at the end of the movie too. You look good, um, Jack. Thanks, man. Now, Jack, that little role was not easy. That's my uh, that was my stunt. I this did my is own good to look at the eyes. Yeah, man. You That's not me. <laughs> believe it or not. So that was our whole first three weeks of shooting. Finally, we made it here. This is where it sort of got more complicated shooting-wise, when we started to have to actually shoot the crew. Look at that dopey-ass look on Tug's face. <laughs> All dreamy and whatnot. <laughs> you got something to say, though, hold up. What, man? This was probably my least favorite uh, scene to shoot in the movie. Just be, when it gets into the whole showing the crew and everything, because... Uh, we had such a good plan for the first part, everything up to there, yeah. and then actually having to show the the crew and how and all that stuff became very complicated because there were so many people to film. There's some funny shit though. Check it. Oh, this is, I think, a different one. That's the trick. <laughs> that's the trick of directing, isn't it, Ben? Um, yeah. You got to take what's well, really oh. <laughs> what's really funny on the page, and then you go, wait a second. And ben, how do I do it? Yeah, Ben's arms tied in back of him. And yeah, we got these second attempt at the prosthesis up because the first one's a little too stubby, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they look too realistic, and we wanted to do more of a starfish sort of Dude, thing. Dude, look That's at you smiling, passing out, trying to communicate. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember. It's so sad. And then you start dribbling, and that's where the audience starts laughing. Yeah. Um, and you really had to keep the waterworks coming for a long time on this. Just right. a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I love you, dude. This is where we became buddies. Yeah, right there. well, we definitely were in it together. <laughs> yeah, and we were. And there's Jack. There's Jack. I will say, um, one of the things that maybe we missed earlier on in the 
uh, episode while I was kind of talking and introducing the idea of yeah, the podcast is, is um is the um wait did I go out there for a sec um sorry uh well, what I was saying is uh, one of the things that I think I feel like I'm so loud now what the hell happened hello is this a good in between. Yeah, this is all the real crew. Sorry about that. Is it? Am I talking normal? I can barely understand. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, sorry about that. Um, this is my first time really playing around with Nick's audio equipment stuff. Because uh, he's he's done some updates in, in this area. Uh, just so that you guys kind of know what I'm doing. Um, it's, um, it's been interesting. Nick's working on a new podcast called... Uh, Four songs, four. That I hope is going to come out soon. I told him about the, this idea of a podcast that I'm doing. Hopefully, he um thought it'd be fun if we could do like a crossover episode at some point. Um, hopefully, he gets back to me on that. Um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, sorry. That's that's why the sound was going back and forth. Is that I'm just he's. Nick's got a whole other setup here where the microphone actually connects to the computer and blah, 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 and, and I, I don't actually know how to do it. Usually I record on my own and then upload it to the computer, but now it's uploading directly to the computer. Um, whatever. You guys don't need to know all that information. I guess it's kind of like a commentary, you know, track of my background, of my life, of what's going on with me, you know, as, as a clone. Obviously I'm going through a sort of new beginning as such, you know what I mean? I have, I've, I've had to become a new person. Anyway, some of the things that I was going to say earlier is, um, uh, while I was talking earlier, we missed uh, just like how the confusion between Ben Stiller and uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is playing this character, and I don't think that Ben Affleck knew he was going to do that. And so you can tell along the commentary track, Ben Stiller is just trying to like figure out like what his place is, what he is supposed to be you know, talking about and, and what is he expecting or should be expecting from his, his partners in crime here on this commentary track. Fuck you, had us doing this scene all day and night. Well, you kept improvising. You kept on coming <laughs> up on this stuff. Yeah, and um, I like <laughs> you just uh, sort Uh-oh. of fed up. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Remember Nick Nolte following over in the chair? <laughs> just prepping for the scene. I like Nick's... Uh... <laughs> I like Nick's commentary at the very beginning, and the soldiers really liked it, especially when we went to Camp Pendleton. Yes, mm-hmm. they yeah. were all they were all laughing at that. I wonder if any of them were thinking, "I'm going to write a book about all the crazy shit that I've been through too." Well, it was important to sort of like set the uh, I think the context of the movie that it was you know making fun of the movie making process, and uh, that's Bill Hader, the incredibly talented Bill Hader. Who's doing? Uh, you uh, almost drove Stevie, little Stevie Coogan nuts doing this scene. <laughs> As of two days in, the man was yeah. ready to quit well, the had, business. Look at him. He really, Jump up and down. <laughs> hit yourself in the face with the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't printed nothing yet. We've been shooting for three weeks. <laughs> No, he had to jump up and down a lot because we had to cover it from a lot of... Yeah, there's the <laughs> orgasmic uh, Danny McBride. That's a good explosion, though. He really is. Danny McBride's just one of the funniest <laughs> around. And uh, he was uh, really went off on his, his little uh, sides up there. This was our big explosion. There's you coming out of the thing. I'm just going to say obvious things. I got some good footage of that explosion on my camera video phone. Oh, did you? Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah, that was a that was an exciting day. And that's D to the second AD. 
I uh, watched it from like a mile away on my on the top of my trailer, and uh, I felt the heat wave blast my face. Yeah, it was a real big explosion, and um, it went off without yeah. a hitch, thanks to our <laughs> special effects. Dude, guy. I love this pot. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. Here it is. Yeah, Jack. Look at the eyes at half master. <laughs> Man, that's some real. Fuck <laughs> this <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love that that mugshot. Really, really what are you doing? Yeah, the raw footage of you out in that lobby is really, really enjoyable to me. We just grabbed all of that at the like the last day of shooting. Yeah, which was and it ended up being stuff that was so you know important setting up the characters. Nice. What made you go with a sarong that day? <laughs> I don't know, but um, good. I definitely, in retrospect, <laughs> well, there you go. What made you go with a crazy beard? <laughs> so, so uh, the there you go. Dude, talking. the shadow of this your is, dick was impressive. Yeah, it's definitely a huge. Look uh, like a tree trunk down there. I got a little something going on. Now, is that from your real inside the actor's studio? That that clip? No. No, mine was a travesty. Oh, really? This one was a corrective experience. Um, this was all stuff we got at the very end. That's one of the last things you shot, That was right? one of the last things I shot. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, and then Maria Menounos was nice enough to uh, come <laughs> Look in. Look at that <laughs> shit. Yeah. His career has gone cold. Eyes. Look at you. That was a naturalistic thing. Yeah. Here yeah. it is. Tyra was nice enough again to... Uh, Look at you. Become a <laughs> That was good, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, this whole uh, little section always was uh, a little bit <laughs> of a... Of a tough one because we wanted to get the movie going, but we had to set up all the characters. He was trying to make Tug a little more, uh, <laughs> more, little more likable. Like yes. Maybe you might give a shit about to do. That's right. Which I don't know if that ever happened. <laughs> the story of a mentally impaired farmhand who can talk to animals was a box office disaster that many. We shot this. We really wanted to give it like a real lush feel. We went out to um, outside of L.A. to really. I think it's where they shot Sea Biscuit, the <laughs> movie Sea Biscuit. We wanted to get a real sort of. Mrs. Beautiful looking period. fine right there. Yeah, too. she looks great there. Make me happy. But now the question is, can Speedman make audiences happy in what's being called the most expensive right war back. movie never made? And there's a, that's Jeff Wideman, who's a great young actor, and he was, I like him a lot. Looks he, like a young Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Here come to McConaughey. Here's McConaughey. So Matthew McConaughey comes in. And um, basically, the guy, um, I, I love that he takes his character so seriously, because he came at me with all these questions, like real questions about about um, Rick Peck and where he's coming from, his relationship, and and fought for his character throughout the whole process of making the movie. I was very, I think, it was great that he took it. He's the real deal. Look, he's having hey, a Hey, what's up with, with the panda stuff? Was that you, were you taking a dig at my big movie? No, Kung this Fu was panda. Before, not everything revolves around Kung Fu Panda. In it's, the world, well, this I was, don't know. I didn't even know Kung Fu Panda existed. It's like one of the movie. fifty biggest movies of all time. No, it is, yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying. Well, oh, you mean the panda thing in the movie? Ben, it looks like you weren't too swole up for this sequence. Like maybe you was too busy to pump. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> might have been that we did a little reshoot too. So, <laughs> oh man, Matt's a, hair is pretty big. Yeah, his hair is bigger there than it is in other parts of the movie, but he wanted to give That's it a little bit of a... That's a handsome dude, though. He wanted, you got to yeah, hand it to he him. definitely is. He photographs very well. And just He's got it all going on. He does. And he's also nice. This isn't an actual movie. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> it always made us laugh. We had to get some boobs in the R-rated movie somehow. What? For fuck's sake, that is unacceptable. They have digital cable, but... I mean, it's okay. No, 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 come on, man. It's not okay. It is not... 
Yeah. This is somehow a chick-friendly movie, even though you don't see many ladies. Yeah, strangely, women do like the movie. Women the like same it. way they like uh, 300. That's right. <laughs> they get to look at all those gorgeous uh, exactly. pecs. Ben, you was always drinking that same thing. Your character's holding right there, little, like, yeah. smarty pants water with some ice right. and all that. People yes. always smarty pants water, exactly. Well, at least you get to choose yours. So this scene wasn't in the uh, theatrical version, just because uh, again it was like trying to get people on board. The joke of him and not liking the, Dude, that, finding a kid he could adopt. That kid in the picture was the same one we used in the uh, yeah. in the MTV short. Yes, we ended up using that kid in the MTV short because he was so good. I'm getting a little bit of Zeppo marks off of McConaughey right now. Is that true? <laughs> and Jack, can you stick around, or you got to cut out because we're still gonna watch the rest of the movie. Listen, together, you late ass motherfucker. Ah, uh, oh, my goodness. I am late. I was Bring late. some food. I but the good news it. is I did get a great night's sleep. Good. So that's, that's a plus. Good. Look at the way Hater walks, swinging his arms. <laughs> he, um, what, man, what was you thinking? What Is he just practicing <laughs> burning things down? Um, yeah, he just, he's a little bit of a pyromaniac, that character. So here we are in the uh, the teleconference uh, this production is some key meeting. Shit. This is some key shit. Here this comes scene TC. Was, I have to give uh, Steve Coogan credit. Yeah, here comes TC, and Steve Coogan is just... I think uh, just so good, and he did such good work in the scene. We definitely shot a lot in the scene, getting the, the right tone because he's getting bullied by the by by Tom's character. Yeah, that scene was another beat down. Yeah, but Tom wasn't there when we were shooting, so Justin Thoreau, a writing partner, was there uh, shouting the lines off camera. We we definitely uh, <laughs> we shot a lot. It's so great the new technology that he can control the camera. Yeah, which is really all real. People, yeah, it's all real stuff. <laughs> really fucking hard. And then you get Bill Paluti there, who is our transportation captain. Look how natural it is for him to beat a man down. Bill Paluti really is a tough dude. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't mess with this him. This is a smooth shot right here. Oh, yeah. God, it looks like he contacted him. <laughs> <laughs> that was take 15 of that. Oh, Because wow. he's a gentle man, and he really isn't a guy. He does, you know, selling the punch was, he had to really um, go to a dark place inside of soul to find that. <laughs> Look at Bill Hader getting his hate on him. Yeah. He's turning him. That's the classic turning on the on the guy in the meeting when he said he was going to have his back. That was one of those that uh, we, we didn't have in the theatrical cut. People at this point in the movie still usually don't know that it's TC in back all day. That's weird. Some people totally get it right off the bat, and then other people don't know until the end, too. Oh, oh. So this is our... Uh, yeah, the reveal of them. <laughs> so originally, actually, the way we shot it was he took his hook and he scraped it across the, uh, the Quint, window. Quint style. Very Quint style. And, um, that didn't work. Who's it was Quint? a little too Quint style. Charles, um, baby. The Robert Shaw character. In oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and it just was a little bit too much of an homage. Felt like, a, I think, a little too self-conscious. Fuck Nolte's convincing his all get out. The thing that's tricky about Steve Coogan's character is that his part was so funny on the page, he had the challenge of making it as funny in real life. Well, he's actually a fairly masculine dude. And, and he, I seen him every day we shot this movie. I'm going to beat him down like a sissy. <laughs> crazy little curly hair. All sunburnt like a motherfucker. But he really... He really no. squeezed well, it for all the Well, he's a great actor. I mean, besides the fact actor. that he's a, that he's a um, really funny comic actor, he's just he's a, a really good actor. Treasure. He's amazing. And the Alan Partridge show, if you haven't seen that, it's just like a classic. Man, comedy. don't be 
don't be trying to <laughs> fucking pump up a coupon. This, this is our time, man. All right, Maybe. and here we are at the party. This That's is true. our Ellen Partridge, very good show. You guys should absolutely. Yeah, he's sort of doing a call. Check out that show if you have time. Um, I don't know. How are people oh enjoying this so this far? That's kind of my initial thoughts. Is 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 this a? I've tried a different way of recording these episodes each time. First time I. I Listened to it and wrote down parts that I wanted to edit out. The second time, I, while I was listening to it, was editing it out and then recording little bits. And now this time, I'm just kind of talking. I've listened to this before, so I know some of the stuff that's coming up. Um, but uh, but this is my first time sort of listening to it and just going along with it. And, and you can even use this as a commentary track, uh, which it means it's a longer episode, though. And there are definitely some duller moments in it. Um... Like I did, like, throughout the last ten minutes, I thought that the uh, Matthew McConaughey thing was interesting, but was anything else really worth my time? Maybe that's kind of the issue. Maybe that's part of why we have sort of um, uh, gone away from commentary tracks, why we're not so interested in them anymore, because people want things now. They want them fast. You know, everything is... I mean, that's why, um, that's why, uh, oh man, I was going to make a joke about that failed streaming service that did 10 minute episodes, um, but I can't even remember, I was going to like pretend like it was so great, I was going to be like, that's why it's so popular, but I can't even remember the name of it, that it was how bad it was. If you remember the name of it, it I, I downloaded it, I had it for a, a year, because um, there was like, oh, maybe like six months, it was like a six month membership for like a dollar or something and i was like all right let's try it out and i had it for the six months and then i got rid of it um let's see 10 minute streaming service i should say failed streaming service quibi that's what it was you knew it you knew it yeah quibi i mean that's why Quibi's so popular people love quick easygoing uh entertainment they don't want to listen to people you know two hours barely know what they're saying Barely, barely know what they're going to talk about. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. Are, and are you enjoying it? Exactly. Anyway. I think it pertains to the journey. Triple Jack sucked us! <laughs> All right. Who said that? Jack, can I get a couple of them fries or whatever when your food comes? I didn't get fries. I want protein style because I'm trying to keep it real, even though I'm going twice as much meat as I should. You know what I mean? But you can have a sloppy bite. Okay. Wait a second. There might be fries. There might be fries. Hey, you guys in the control booth, if there are fries, leave them in there. Don't take them out now that I said that. You can bring his food in here, too. It's yeah, you okay. can bring that in here. Yeah. Well, it's nice and hot. It's uh, pretty early in the morning for, for when this When Jack's burger. eating and I take a nap, you can just run your fucking mouth for like 20 minutes if you want. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. <laughs> The, the strange thing is is sitting in this room that we're you know here we are a year later or whatever doing this and um and Robert has um sort of like a 70s stash happening and his hair blown back looking very in good way like looking very sort of um <laughs> we did a fries <laughs> what the fries at I'm here going fries but just to see the voice without the um without all the, the makeup, makeup accompanying is always well enjoyable. this is my promise to myself yeah is uh. Well, you're, I, you're I doing keep, this, yeah. You keep it to the commentary and then drop it for good. Right. It's it's what the, the staying true to the character in the film. You gave me a great gift, man. 
And you gave us a great gift. Thanks, B. That wrap gift was great. That tote bag was amazing. That must um, be a, a lot a lot of um, trouble you've gone through the last six months staying in that character. Yeah, what's that been like? How's that affected your other roles and just your other work? I had to can- I had to cancel a lot of jobs. But you're going to do Sherlock Holmes now, right? Yeah. So will that affect your... Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> that shit's elementary, man. <laughs> Don't even trip on that. Yeah. Who's playing Watson? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my favorite catchphrase of yours is, now what? Now what? That's just sort of the good go-to. It always makes me laugh. Real emotion. Yes, Foley. Yes. 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 Take him off the fucking grid. There we go. all go in the thing. I'm back to saying obvious things that are happening on the screen. <laughs> um, I like this song. Yeah, this is uh, the name of the game, Crystal Method. And then we were, uh, we got them to do a remix for the end of the movie, for the end credits. Isn't it? Yeah, isn't it the special version? This is not the special oh. version. In the, but what this has in the movie is um, Teddy Shapiro, our composer, did an overlay. So there's strings that kind of come over it as we get deeper into the jungle. So it sort of becomes its own thing. But then at the end of the movie, the uh, Crystal Method guys did a remix where they took some dialogue uh, from the movie. That I want to say, yeah. One time I saw the commentary for uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Do you ever listen to that? No. With Ang Lee and like the head writer or whatever. Hold on, man. Like the writer. You show up here, Todd. And now you're talking about another <laughs> fucking commentary. You're not even listening to the end of my story, though. All right, bring it. Forget it. A little bit of tension, a little bit of tension uh, between the actors going on, I think. So I do think that Jack Black had a interesting point to bring up about a different commentary track. And especially for this podcast, it would have been great to hear his thoughts on other commentary tracks, but uh, but not this time. I will also say one of the things, and I, talked about, I think I've talked about it before, one of the things I absolutely hate about podcasts and, and especially commentary tracks and everything like this, audio mediums in general, I hate the sound of chewing on mic. And I understand you're in a booth for whatever two hours and you are and you may be bored and you have other things. That, like uh, They're going to the premiere tonight, so obviously you got to be prepared for everything. But um, it's really annoying and gross for to, to hear the crumpling of bags and the smushing of food inside of your mouth and uh just i don't know do it on your own time that's i that's a, a point against them for me at least i'm curious uh if you know, here's a good time to mention if you would like to tell me your thoughts on commentary tracks you can email either nick or i at nicholas's podcasting jar or it's nicholas p jar at gmail.com that's nicholas is it Nick? No, it's Nick P. Jar. Is it? No, no, yeah, it's Nicholas. It's Nicholas's P. Jar at gmail.com. So Nicholas, N I C H O L A S, P J A R at gmail.com. Email in, let me know what you think about chewing on Mike. That's what I want. That's my call to action for the episode. Um, I have to say, though, Coogan, just to. Coogan handles it again. Yeah, he really does. Man, you was all over him with the prop disc and when he's got to get this yeah, out. Yeah, he had a lot of but stuff. You shouldn't have to be, man. He knows it's all got a time out. Yeah, no, he, he had to. He was just so spun at that point. But he, he couldn't hit his ass with both hands. No, he didn't. You broke come him on. down. You no. broke that motherfucker down. He's one of the best actors I've ever 
experienced uh, uh, worked with. That's anyway. ain't a lot, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You worked with Robert De Niro. Yeah. Robert De Niro, Robert Denoni. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, he oh, had his God. monologue, and he just had to do this monologue a lot, and he really brought so much to it. And he's such a good classical actor, too. He's got that, you know, he was really creating a, a real guy here. And I love that the whole movie's sort of about his character up until this point. Um, he had a lot to deal with, a lot, of, a lot of bags, a lot of props, a lot of maps and things. And I just love how cocky he is right now. He's going a little crazy. He's getting Look a little, at that. Yeah. Look at Ben glaring at him. <laughs> well, that was because we had to really make it clear that Tug <laughs> Speedman. <laughs> we had to make it clear Tug really thought the movie was happening. Right. Cause... Hold up now. And then, um... Right. And it blows up. <laughs> One of one of the things that I find very interesting about um, this commentary, this movie in general, is uh, the fact that Justin Theroux was the run of the Raiders on it. Obviously, he helped out Ben Stiller with um, the 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 model movie. What's that called? What's the model guy? He does Blue Steel. Zoolander. Yes, he obviously helped him out with Zoolander. There's a fun story. I mean, I really like Justin Theroux. He's a part of one of my absolute favorite TV shows of all time, Leftovers. Um, and, uh, it's a funny stuff, the the story, if you're wondering, if you're curious, like I was, how Justin Theroux ended up being the writer on Tropic Thunder, um, this was Justin Theroux's kind of, like, baby project, this was his big movie that he really wrote, um, he only kind of helped out, I think, with Zoolander, uh, this was sort of his, his big, his big screenplay, um, but he was a fan of Ben Stiller, uh, from the Ben Stiller, uh, sketch show, the Ben Stiller show, and they became friends after talking about it one day, and they, you know, always made each other laugh, and they finally decided to work on this project together, which I just think is very sweet, because I, I you know, Justin Theroux, obviously, a lot of really funny parts that he's been in, but I always, when I think of him, I always think of his more dramatic roles, and it's always fun to see him in things like Star Wars, or uh, Wonderlust, you know, he was... Um, Dating the old Jennifer Aniston at one point. He's a very attractive man. Before we went to Hawaii, we did a writer's room and we sort of had a bunch of guys there. Warm. And uh, flavored corn syrup. I think that, that just popped out of the group of people saying, hey, what if I actually help it? <laughs> Welcome to the movie factory. Well, that's Look at this. Here's where it all come together. Yeah. <laughs> ben wasn't giving a fuck. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> <gross. laughs> Um, he added in a little of the, the chin there, the computer. Is this disgusting to hear me eating the cheeseburger? Um, no, it's probably add some flavor to the uh, commentary. I don't like the idea of the the squishy mouth noises, but it does taste really good. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a good scene to eat too, though. If you're watching the that's head, a sweet kick, man. The head sauce come out. Gotta light these boys up today, huh? Blow some sense into these young men. Hey, I don't want to uh, come off as weird or anything, but I might be your biggest fan. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. Kind of like my catcher in the. This ride. was a great little location that we found, a, a little promontory near where we were shooting the compound. Um, and that helicopter, you can't really tell from the way it's shot, but that helicopter actually had to be landed like right on the top of that little area which was not very big 
because there's a sheer drop that goes right down, which you can't really see there also. But uh, Danny McBride, again, very, very funny uh, writer as well as actor. Uh, Damien, we're go for explosion, ready to kick the tires and light the fires in your say-so. Damien, we're go for explosion. Do you copy? I got an itchy trigger finger here, I'm ready to blow some shit up. All right, you happy now, huh? Can we do the scene? Or do you need a formal invitation? Come on, let's go. <laughs> That's nice. Here. Let's just sneak it off. Well, a subtle... You going to do a little of that, uh, skag day? You're not really sure yet. Don't really know what he's up to. There you go. That's classic, man. Did you think there was a little chaplain oh, in there, there Robert? A little something. A there, little right? something, yeah. It looks like he pulled down a miracle, too. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the shit, man. <laughs> yeah. This was all... Uh, this is. I the, love that part, man, where you're trying to tell him to get back in the scene. He doesn't know. Yeah, this scene to me was uh, when we were writing the script, just to have the chance to do some sort of bad, over-the-top uh, Vietnam movie dialogue. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, this character you created, Jack. Yeah, give us a little that. Talk about yeah. this. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I saw a guy in platoon who had a voice like that, really, really hoarse, and from New York, from Brooklyn, and it just embodied <laughs> Vietnam war films to me. And I thought, if someone's got to do that voice, yeah. It might as well be me. <laughs> I thought we all should have our own sort of bad Look characters. Look at glinting and glaring and chewing on <laughs> It actually stepped on on, uh, on Jay Baruchel's character because he's the one who's supposed to be from Brooklyn. Right. But I didn't care. I really wanted to do my voice no, so badly. You, you sort of became husky voice guy. Yeah. That's what you became. Yeah. And then uh, the Chris Angel Mind Freak reference that yeah. always makes me I laugh. didn't like that I was so separate from you guys. I had to be off camera for a bunch while you doing all... Hang on a second. This is where you're going to say the joke that we're doing right now. Thank you. Why are you still in character? I know, but I don't have to tell you. He's nervous. He's on the ropes a little you bit. Know? Man, I don't drop character till I've done a DVD commentary. Boom. Boom. That's why <laughs> we did. Shit. See? See how we brought it around? This makes me actually... This so, is like the show within the show inside we, another there show. You go. It's crazy. <laughs> clever, right? Real clever. Fuck, man. Um... So, uh, yeah, that was, uh... So you thought, of the, you thought of the head coming off... And It'd be funny if, um, I also was doing a character. That way it would be like a show within a show within another show. Anyway, just a small comment I had to say there. A week before we went off to location. So, you know, we just do a punch-up, you go through the script. So you had been writing this thing for 20 years. On and, and off then you kept, 10 years, kept on yeah. writing as we were... Yeah, well, there's so many changes. Never stop writing. Yes. The number right. one rule of making comedy, don't stop writing. How many grenades to Ben throw? Uh, I'd say about one. 65. What? Oh, you mean in terms of takes? 605 grenades to get that moment right. Yeah, I'm not really expert grenade thrower. Man, you was butchers all get out, though. You was probably way ahead of the I curve. Found, uh, so, Robert, you're saying that sometimes Ben is really pumped, and then a lot of other times he doesn't look like he's got muscles? Well, well I mean, suit yourself. Right now, he's on swole. It went up and down. <laughs> Later on in the movie, he sees even more Jack, which well, is weird, because you know. he didn't have no time to work out. <laughs> you know, it's, it was Damn, a long Damn, I was shoot. jealous of them guns, I got to tell you, man. Well, you were coming off of your Iron Man thing, so yeah. you, you could let yourself relax a little Dude, bit. Dude, at my right? height, I right. still didn't look as 
as no, good as you, you, as you with, no, with no swole. No, that scene where you have your chest open and you're sticking your hand into your heart and all that stuff, that Dang. was, you looked very good there. Well, there's a difference Thanks, between, buddy. like, looking pumped up and actually, like, having dangerous muscles that actually can kill. Yeah. Those, those what would the difference be? Dangerous muscles, don't, you don't even look impressive remember, a lot of the time. I remember this day, too. We was like, man, what are we doing this tertiary <laughs> shit for? This ain't going to be in the film. <laughs> I, this is the stuff that I love because it was to me it was all the stuff that's like those movies are about. And the audience really responded to this next beat where you're doing some hand mucking. Um, yeah, that's, that's after up. after we cut away. And this song that we have, which is uh, "I'd Love to Change the World" by Ten Years After, was a song that we let go of at the end and went with the uh, with the fortunate I uh, mean with the um, Run Through the Jungle, the Creedence Clearwater. But uh, I always like this song better. Not really as doesn't keep the movie going as forward as strong. Dude, this was a good sh fun this shot is great. to do. Jack, this is one of my favorite moments <laughs> of yours in the movie. This um, was like a this is part of a long run of uh, takes, right? We did yeah, like twelve yeah. in a row. Yeah. Without cutting. <laughs> this one's really on the down low. Yeah, this really makes me laugh because man, it was so somewhere it was back, like back to one, back to one, or was that the last one? That might have been the last one. Uh oh, here it is. It's the, the timing you had with the. You know, just look the, up dead, run around, go back dead. That's a snake. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Something else. Didn't quite make sense. Yeah. I'm already starting to freak. If you focus, yeah. if you focus yeah. on me from now on, see you'll, that's you'll where as I'm a, starting to freak. As out. a director, you really have to trust your actors because you can't watch them while you're doing the scene. I know. I wish you. You think you wish you could. <laughs> you I'm here. Come the, the classic now. <laughs> you want to have the eyes in the back of your head, but you can't. Here comes some classic um, shit. And you know, Classic, Robert. Classic Stilla Downey. Robert, shit. what you're doing in this scene really, really makes me laugh just because uh, you do these sort of asides and takes that are really huge. <laughs> that to me are these sort of looks and, and sort of. Uh, but I'm still your buddy. See, but you're I'm still smiling in it. Yeah. Yeah, we there, there you go, right we there. We're on the same page. <laughs> See, that one always makes me laugh. But <laughs> <laughs> you're playing out to somebody who's out there. We don't know who's out there, but you're, you're playing out to them. I don't know how you somehow come off looking taller to me in this scene. I, was oh, I just my, took the high road, and I, I made was, sure they dug a ditch next to you. I, your, I was wearing my lifts. I was like, fuck, man. How's I, this every every once in a while, you got to sort of, you know, take that directorial uh, okay. advantage. Yeah. And I looked at, scouted out the terrain. and <laughs> I mean, it was very uneven ground for sure, and I definitely did. Uh, now, I had heard a story, actually, from an actor once that they said that another actor had a ditch dug for them. <laughs> So that they could remain taller, um, <laughs> but it's nice to be taller than you in one scene. I love this scene. day, man. Yeah, this was great. You really, um, you and I became like film, like uh, lovers. Yeah, on this, this day. is where we had some fun in terms of just uh, improvising and. Yeah, you pushed me right over the edge. Yeah, you you just kept on coming up. Look with at how dead serious stuff. you are. You're so <laughs> grounded. It's like you talking. You talking straight business yeah. right now. Look and, at you. And you just, know why it's funny? It's because you guys were throwing it away instead of like. Uh, Playing it like, ha-ha, here comes Wait, the funniest on. stuff Well, this the was movie. definitely one of those scenes that we uh, had in the script. We knew that we really wanted to sort of uh, get the way it was in the script because it, it worked in the script the way we thought it should. Um, and uh, what Robert did was just, you know, that, that attitude to me, what you're playing there, of this sort of, uh, you know, the talking down to me yet <laughs> pretending that you're sort of like you know with me yeah, but I'm sort of mocking you. me and then i look at you yeah that's just <laughs> <laughs> the moments there that you got going on there are just look i look like a little level. dude next to you <laughs> you motherfucker 
Uh, neither of us is super tall. No, neither, neither of us are super tall. But you're definitely taller than me. Right? See, now we ended up in an area nah, where we're yeah, about Which is good for the scene, because yeah. now you low now, status. Exactly, right. Fuck, now, you thought everything out. And you drop the, the bomb on me in terms of, you know, just out thinking what, what I should be doing. You got great eyes for film, man. Um, thank you, thank you, Robert. Look at them blues. <laughs> And you, I love that your look with the blue contacts. I sort of gave you like a Peter O'Toole sort of vibe. I'll take that it. Satan's <laughs> look at you right now, looking over my trying yeah. to make sense. I don't know what I'm looking at. You're there. looking I'm like, looking. wait a minute, I don't get it. Um, you're just uh, really. Uh, what the hell? What's he laying <laughs> me on to? You wonder. You had a little fear in you there. This was a place where sometimes it, it was actually hard to understand what you were actually saying. <laughs> <laughs> Because and you didn't want we didn't want to push it too much in terms of like because you were just doing the character but sometimes you it was hard to actually get exactly what you were saying. Holy shit! But the intention behind it was pretty clear. Good job, turd. You killed the director. So here, uh, this scene was uh, we had a very short amount of time to shoot the scene because the sun was going down. It was our last thing we shot in that drop zone area. Thank God you got Nolte and McBride. They delivered. Yeah, they really did. I have to say, Nolte came on his game every day, and was and just that look to me in this scene that he has is just so <laughs> great. It's just so sweaty and grizzled. And here comes those, some sort of crazy ass reveal. The, the aviator glasses. Yeah, this is the um, where Cody's dreams sort of get shattered. This was sort of a change we made late in the script, too. The, the idea of him discovering that he had uh, real hands early on. It used to be a lot later when they were already captured. I'm getting Nolte in, in 48 hours. That's a man who knows how to be in action scene right there. See that? Definitely. He Dude, really does. He's done some crazy-ass classics. He's the real deal. Keep being what not everything. <laughs> Nordella's 40 back in the day. That's right, man. Fuck, right. man. So this is one Hail of Hail Nolte. Hail Nolte, for sure. This is a scene that's cut from the... From the theatrical version, only because uh, story-wise it was redundant. Um, but really, one of my favorite scenes in the in the that we shot. That's not in the movie. Yeah, you don't want to let go of the man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Read that shit upside down, whatever. And you tell me I, I look like I got bumped in the head. <laughs> and you're trying to help me out. And then you ask if my character's dyslexic. And then and then Portnoy is tripping back there saying his thoughts is money, and you should try <laughs> yeah. to aspire to the level his thoughts. But he yeah. just wants to go home. How do you guys feel about really the idea the that they're doing the commentary track on the extended version of the movie? You know, I feel like that's a, I don't know, that's a whole thing in and of itself. I mean, you're, I guess you'd want to do that. You'd want to, well, here's the thing. If they're going to do that, I feel like they don't talk enough about, you know, why it's been cut and where the that scene came from and blah 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 um but i guess that's kind of the issue with the entire sort of um again the, the idea between entertainment versus education you know what i mean um yeah i don't know that's just something i was that was i was thinking about that while listening to this is like why am i listening to a commentary track with the the deleted scenes added in you know what i mean a lot of i feel like a lot of movies especially in you know early 2000s were like all right let's make dvds big so the dvds are going to be really really special you know what i mean so we're gonna it's gonna be the unrated version or it's you know an extra 30 minutes of the movie is here and blah 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 um and i think kind of that's maybe that's just what they were going for there um but i don't know i also feel um that 
the way that you produce your movie and that you put out your movie should be what you want your final product to be. You know what I mean? If if you took out a scene for a reason, obviously there was a reason for it, and I don't think that the move you know the scene should come back into play. But um, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. That was that's a full CG uh, bat there. I was very happy with what they did there. Man. Um, and then here's the peace scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's one classic after the next. No wonder they love this picture show. Robert, really, he really, uh, really make me laugh in the scene. I have to say. You went to boot camp, right? You can read a map. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I know Stephen. God, everyone convinced we out here making Planet of the Apes on YouTube or some shit, but I don't buy it. You want to step on a real landmine? You want to die? I'm gonna get shot by a real motherfucker. Oh. Keep looking ahead, man. Oh, no, of course not. Trying to get home, man. Got a big job coming up next to you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's about Abe Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, when they were both young. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a classy picture. Dude, you kind of look like Abe. Really? You slap a beard on you. Really? What's your fucking name? It's a Kevin. Yeah. Kevin Sandusky. Yeah. If I put that map in your hand, can I count on you? Uh, well, yeah, I... I guess you can do it. Come on. That's just like We love Ben. <laughs> Ben's lovable. Look at him. Thank you. All right. Ben directed this movie. <laughs> Look at him go. Wait, man, this matches me step I, for step. Yeah. Watch this shit. I enjoy what Robert's doing in the background here. Except he takes it a step further. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robert is mean, checking out what's whoops. going on in the back there. That's a. Uh, Lovable. Peter, the movie. He's way out on a limb with his character, and I think he's getting cold feet. And the men respect you because you went to boot camp. See, what I love about you, Robert, in these scenes, like, you're doing huge stuff here. It's like <laughs> huge <laughs> takes that you can get away with. Yes. Because you're so good. Dude, you're using a real, you're like in a real war movie right now. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. You know, he your thinnest he's right in there. his own movie. <laughs> you must have been stressed out, man. Look at you. You thin as a motherfucker. Eating nothing but like green and red peppers, some water, thunder yeah. chips. This is Jay, did Jay Baruchel get a nomination for supporting actor in, in the uh, Million Dollar Bebe? Um, I don't believe so. But this, like, and there you go, eating the bat. <laughs> Why the hell, man? That was a crazy old prop. Now, why do you throw it twice? I like that you throw it twice. <laughs> oh, because I wanted it to really go far. Right. And I didn't... Jelly beans. You look sad, dude. <laughs> I'm feeling your pain. <laughs> set up that is, That's my you know. turning point, is my yeah. character. Here's the uh, the compound. That's Nick Nolte for real in a helicopter. Crazy. Yeah. So here we are at the river. Here's the river scene. Um, the ruins, the ruins at the river. I can't see no fucking ruins, man. See, it was they're too all subtle. there. I Come see on. them now. Yeah. I saw them on the day. They're sort of layered in there. There's like a giant face off to the left when the camera pans over. Man, Bam was leading a charge on this scene, yeah. I tell you. This was not an easy scene just because of the footing. Everybody was on these slippery rocks, these slippery Was the river rocks. higher the than face? it was supposed to be? See the face there, the broken face? Yeah, still subtle. Um, <laughs> it, was just, it was just complicated because we had to be half in the water and half out of the water. 
Um, but Robert, I, you really... Uh, Hold on, Bob. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? I, I think what uh, Tug oh, man. means is you people, no, look you his actors, ass, man. you people. Exactly. Look at that beady. Why are you talking to me? I gotta get back to those answers. This was a not. It was sort of late in the shoot when we did this scene. I think everybody was a little tired. Jack, you had to really be in pain the whole shoot. That must have been sort of uh, tough for you. You know, I mean, for that, especially for that that scene, but throughout. That's what I knew. This was yeah, one of those scenes where I had to be in maximum discomfort right. the whole time. Now this scene, I just want to say, this little scene uh, came out of the fact that, that Robert had to cover some ground to get the map for me. We never figured out how you were going to get the map and the script at all. And so that you just sort of came up with that right in the moment, didn't you? You're dead serious right now. Look, that's the only reason it works. Look at you. Well, you, you know, we had to figure out a way for you to outsmart me. <laughs> Fuck and, you, uh, dead serious. And you came up with this little Rambo rant. And this, any tips? Any tips? <laughs> 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 Here's where it gets hurt. Look at Ben. Look at Tug. Tug working with feelings now in a minute. Look. You get a second. Fuck, man. I like this. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's about five different versions. In Look the at Jack room. in the back. There's about five different versions Jack of that Jack working scene. it. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. <laughs> And this was in one of the earlier drafts of the script where you dropped character, your character, where Lazarus drops uh, the Osiris character and went to his normal real person. And then later in the development, we decided to keep Thank God, man. You was real strong on that conviction, and I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, it sort of gave you somewhere to, to go and then to let go of later. But for a long time, it was, you became Irish because it was Irish, not Australian. Ben made it across that river. Yeah, there was... So uh, easy, but he keeps to take where it slips a little bit. <laughs> like maybe he ain't even going to make it across the river alive. Right. Thought so give it a little bit of a... <laughs> Watch this. Here come. It's on next cutback, right? Here yeah. come. That's selfless, man. Ah! You dumbass bitch. That was real, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you totally could have been... You could have been carried down the river and never seen again. Let's get him. Yeah, that river was not, you know, wasn't... wasn't which easy the crew walk. probably would have celebrated. They probably would have been happy. To see, <laughs> but see then we'd be stuck out there without a direct. <laughs> so all these shots we got sort of all in the same area. That's. Uh, I have to say this uh, improv coming up uh, the, the, that uh, Robert has really made me laugh and com comes out of the uh, Jay Baruchel really would talk about uh, things like HD, DVD, and Blu-ray and and. <laughs> um, you know, uh, yes, film Wait a minute. stuff. Yeah. How did this work? This was just an accident. The bug it's actually so flew good. in my face. It's yeah. serendipitous. Yeah, it was a real, obviously a real uh, praying mantis, and then it flew <laughs> in my face. And I was just amazed that it did. So this is all improv. There's nothing in the script. It's just like trekking, you know, guys trek through the jungle. So this whole thing was just the actors coming up with their own thing. And Robert, what you're doing... <laughs> See, we had Again, no getting idea. away with just gigantic huge. <laughs> you had us going through something that had been But you know what's funny is the timing of this Jay Baruchel at the time of this improv was kind of predicting that HD was going to win the race. And That's right. Couldn't have been wronger. We actually had to go back in ADR and change it because at the, by the time the Look at that. editing. Man, yeah. this was crazy that you was up there. <laughs> yeah. Man, nobody should have let you do that. 
That was our last shot we shot in Hawaii there. Death-defying. But your timing on you talking to me this whole time is really, to me, one of the funniest things. In the How movie. did you get up there on that mountain peak? They dropped me off in a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> the helicopter hovered over there. It doesn't really Man, look quite as dangerous. Man, you had gone crazy at that point. You were this doing shit that no normal motherfucker would have allowed himself to do. It was, you know, it was the last thing we were shooting in Hawaii. So if something went wrong, we would have had most of the movie, the exteriors in the can. So it wasn't that big Even deal. the stuntman said he was scared shitless. Yeah, you're Brad, really, you're Brad really nailing the accent more than you ever have. Yeah. We should go back and redo some of the... It's my last time, baby. <laughs> so this is our, our dusk scene. And we shot this over the course of about three different dusk hours, uh, three different days. Here's what Ben asked me to go too far. Well, we were on like take 15 or 16 or 17. I was giddy and you kept telling yeah. me to turn up the two-dimensionality. <laughs> At this point, you were cracking yourself up and really just going, this is ridiculous. I think you probably were sure that it wasn't going to be in the, uh, in the movie. Um, that's really where it got so... But it had to get to that point for him to finally call you on I it, know. You know. And uh, it's fun to, to just uh, see how the audience finally at this point really has been waiting for this to be said to you. So. The Australian! Excuse me, kangaroo. And then the hop away... It's just always an unexpected <laughs> moment. <laughs> Brandon just came up with that on his own, and uh oh, yeah, that hey, scene. <clears throat> yeah. Was pump the brakes in there? Or is that coming up? That's coming up. Yeah, oh, sorry, pump your brakes, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, and then Man, there's a whole. A, every time everyone else is done, Brandon go shoot some crazy shit all by himself. <laughs> this man never rested. He didn't sleep for like five months. <laughs> Look at him. I just Look like, what he's doing to give yeah. the audience a little something to hold on to. Yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> he was, now, this is a little bit more extended than we uh, had in the, in the final movie. This never really played with an audience. There, is, the, there uh, is a moment coming up where <laughs> RDJ talks a little bit more about his conviction to do the character and, 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 and uh, his gratefulness to Ben for letting him do it the way that he wanted it to do it, um, which is interesting because it's especially in today's time. I mean, it's essentially he's doing blackface. And obviously there is a satirical aspect to it, but um, I don't know. It's uh, there's certainly it's troubled waters, I think. I mean, there, there have been conversations about it. The most he's talked about it is, believe it or not, the Joe Rogan show, if you want to go and listen to that. Um, another uh, Spotify exclusive podcast. Um, obviously, uh, I'm recording this in October of 2020. And um, and uh, there's no no issues with with um, with with Joe Rogan and Spotify. So uh, you know that's I don't know why I even mention it. But um, go ahead and listen to that. Um, he seems like an interesting fellow. But no, it's it is nice to hear Robert Downey Jr. talk about it though. So he's he's very I think uh, aware, self-aware. He's very he he knows what he's doing. And, he, and um. It's a, you know it's a comedy movie. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, and this is a whole other thing, which maybe I shouldn't even say it. But I feel like sometimes let me just say it because I want to get it off my chest. Sometimes I feel like, especially right wing people, love to say that the mean thing that they're saying or the offensive thing that is being said is just a joke. And I don't know. It's it's never funny though. That's the thing is that. If your joke hurts that many people, that people are outraged, 
and are against it, then why are you making the joke, you know? I don't know. That's just, I don't know. That's a whole, that's, that's a, that's a, a, a thing that really bums me out. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I've had some conversations with people who I respect a lot lately. Um, who, uh, who are just like, I don't know, oblivious, but that's kind of what it is. It's like, that's what it's like to live in Iowa. So, uh, <laughs> a hooker. All right. You killed a hooker. Calm down. Here's what you're going to do. Get your hands on some bleach, some hydrogen peroxide and a shitload of lime. No, a panda. Amanda. Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, that, that's probably not even also one of the last things we no, shot. Panda. In Hawaii. A sweet, cuddly, vicious little panda. Jesus Christ, Tug, man, don't scare me like that. It's beautiful here. You on the, you on the set? So, Jack, yeah, talk a little set. bit about about the experience for you. Was uh, playing the guy, because I feel like you had to, were the one who had to sort of like go through the most physical... I was just wondering, though, if Matt McConaughey was basing it on any one uh, agent in particular. I don't know. You have to ask did he, him. I did think, he want to go and spend time with your agent? No, I think Matt was. Uh, you know, obviously he he knows agents and has been you know in the business. But um, I'm just saying because your agent is named Nick, and his name is Rick. Yes, there is a Nick Rick. When I first read the script, I thought Nick Stevens, your agent, should just play the role. Yeah, I that would have been, been great. Nick would have been hilarious playing the role. Yeah. It's a totally different uh, a different uh, way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's um, a beautiful looking dude. Yeah, Nick's great. He's but he's very, you know, he's, he's very skinny like uh I think he weighs like 130 pounds. I mean, the ladies like him though. Ladies like him. Hell of a golfer. Yeah, an incredible golfer. Oh, oh wait a minute. Shoots man. This, in the 60s look occasionally. At this classic close up. Oops. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, well this my character, scene. okay, obviously uh that was a little cartoony version of a of a uh withdrawal symptoms i couldn't find any really good footage of people going through hardcore withdrawals i watched some documentary footage of people do, and then i just like you know what i'm just going to imagine it i'm just going to imagine had, you had that jaw wanting thing. something so bad and then and uh well the jaw thing was just uh that's, that's sort of a cokey thing that i that i always wanted to do yeah and it's hard to do that uh, <laughs> there you go oh uh, yeah. Anyway, back to me. <laughs> and so what I ended up doing, I just watched a lot of movies with people going through stuff. I watched your movie. Oh, you did. I watched, yeah. I watched Permanent Midnight. Yes. I watched uh, Drugstore Cowboy. Mm. There you go. Whoa. I was doing this scene, Robert. For four hundred years. I was the person that was all get out. It's kept us down. I just thought if a man has no understanding of black culture, probably the first thing to come to him is like a theme song or something. Seemed to play out pretty good. Shot a couple of times, moved on. <laughs> that that theme song actually is a Stone Cold Jam. Me and Kyle used to cover it when we did Tenacious D really? concerts. Really? The Jeffersons? Yeah. Really? Moving on up. 
It's a great, it's a great jam. Brandon T. God bless him, man. He helped us get the balance right. He did, because so the... we didn't have people coming after us. Not that we wasn't sensitive and kind of we have a moral psychology of sorts. No, but it was really important to obviously to have his point of view. Yeah. And when we were in rehearsals, we changed that scene around to make that deal right. That's where Jack says he wants to wear the entrails of the cloven-hoofed animal like a leotard. I don't think anyone. I don't know that it's actually a side effect of uh, going through withdrawals is that you want to <laughs> eat, eat big us. animals. <laughs> well, I, we really, that came out of the scene where, it, it, and it's cut out in, in uh, Platoon, the do the, let's do the village scene. Do oh, the yeah. Yak. There is, there is something to, the to say Let's about the, um, the idea of Jack Black talking What's about going through withdrawals, saying that he doesn't really know what that uh, relationship is like, and a little bit of awkwardness with Robert Downey Jr. being there. Uh, obviously, he had some issues with drugs and alcohol. Um, when he saw that security camera. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that's just an interesting aspect of the commentary track that I think a lot of people take note of. Um, I don't know. I think that's kind of what you get sometimes when you do do uh, do commentary tracks with uh, actors. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a little bit of a different uh, scenario, feeling type thing. Um, I also wanted to mention there was something that I think we missed earlier on because I was talking. Um, was it that I missed earlier on? I mentioned that Jack Black was 45 minutes late. Obviously, that's something that keeps coming up. There was something else, but I can't remember it right now. So let's uh, let's just get back to it, I guess. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry I wasted your time while I said um a bunch of times. I mean, that's if you're listening to a, a, a Nicholas Peachar podcast, I'm sure you're used to that, though. So Because it felt... It felt redundant. We ended up going with the other one just because it had more <laughs> consistent laughs, I think. Um, Look at you go. This was the... <laughs> he's Yeah. And I think Reggie is so great because he plays it so real and he just doesn't... He really doesn't go for uh, the comedy at all. He's just playing like a guy, like a real, you know, guy who really wants to get information out of me, but he's not over the top. Totally and then he gets upset when I kick him, you know, when I kick him, it really upsets him. Now, he had to figure out a way to express his anger without beating the crap out of me immediately. And uh, I really think he <laughs> internalized that so well. There's a miscommunication thing happening between the two guys. <laughs> <laughs> So here we come. I remember this shooting. This scene was oh, it was wow. not not an easy one for us. Remember this day, Jack? Oh yeah. Look how it come up. Look at this here. <laughs> yeah. Now the way I remember the day we shot this scene. You actually had to take away some barf from yeah, my we mouth. Did. We did. Because it was, it was too, too disgusting. <laughs> Jack had all this oatmeal in a little you cup. You mean you had rock. to do that shit digitally? Uh, yep, we digitally had to remove some because oh it just was—it was way too much. Um, and Robert, I seem to remember you had just come back from some Iron Man publicity, like Comic Con or something. And I like was—I wasn't 
in the moment right. so much. You sort of dropped out of character and we're trying to find it again. Wow. Um, I think you even told me, don't use so much barf on this next take. And I just didn't listen to you because <laughs> I loved the barf. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You were really into it. I really fell in love with it. Man, yeah. you red as a fucking lobster in this shit. Yeah. Or using some burnt, maybe. <laughs> no, he's definitely red in this scene. Um, maybe my, my belt was too tight. <laughs> and then we, what's in this version that's not in the other version is your Bermuda Triangle run. Oh, oh yeah. 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 That couldn't have been any fun. That yeah. was, you know what, the only thing that was tough about this was that we had to shoot it over two days, and we didn't get it the first now, time. Now, was that just your hands in there, or did they have something running down to a belt in the back? No, no, just my hands. That's crazy, that was, man. Yeah. I like your monocle thing that you use, too, your single sight thing. <laughs> I like that you figured that out. You know, this is like the point of the movie where you sort of just, if the audience wasn't on board, we would have been... Totally. Big trouble just because it's really having to buy into the fact that, you know, that this character thinks he's in a movie. <laughs> Why does he do that? To try to intimidate <laughs> me. Seems to work. <laughs> what, did you have on knee pads when they threw you on the ground? <laughs> I did have knee pads. Thank God, man. That's a hell of an impact. Yeah, this was, uh, uh, you know, we're back in L.A. shooting on the stages and... You this really, is the question you where really you work with that young man. Yes, he, he was amazing. He was a natural, but he needed you. Well, he's Brandon Suhu. He's a, a really great young actor. It's his first movie. He um, came in. He he just nailed it in the audition. This is a hell of a turnaround, man. The audience goes crazy for yeah. this bit. And he did not he did not hold back on those um, on the switch. Uh, and he was amazing. Seriously though, this this kid That's is just a great subtlety. She goes there realizing that you're the actor. Yeah. Yeah, he got all these moments. He got all these moments, and he didn't hold, hold back at all. And yet he's, uh, you know, very—he's a very sweet kid too. He's just, you know, you playing all kinds of levels yourself <laughs> now, right now. I don't know. With my simple joke, I mean, is this gonna work? What does he want? Right, trying to figure out what's Am going I on. Um, this in the script. But I was relieved the first time we screened the movie that that people sort of uh, really laughed at this Man, moment they loved it. because we didn't know if people would buy into the fact that you know that I actually thought it was in the movie. And that Which was a means good sign. People, people wind up liking Tug. Right, it was a They're good with sign. Them now, yeah, you got them right where you want them both. And uh, <laughs> I do feel like that's you know really important in a movie like this. You have to sort of keep the momentum going, and that the story at this point has to kick in, otherwise uh, people are sort of. You know, at this point, like any of the humor that comes just out of stuff that you divert for is not going to support itself this, when you get deep into the movie. <laughs> Gotta dig deeper. Yeah. Gotta dig deeper. <laughs> I love that we've actually accepted Robert in this voice for <laughs> yeah. the whole commentary. And again, I find myself strangely liking this guy more I can't than the, believe I the gotta let him go. regular Robert. It wouldn't um, be PC if I did no, not. So. No, of course. You gotta... Fuck. Now, are you going to do it like when are you going to drop character at the end of the, the, the credits? You gotta go... Are you going to go into Lazarus... Australian and then I think decompress. Once, I think once no? once Osiris ain't Osiris no more, I gotta be Lazarus. Okay, good. And then maybe be me for B. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Here comes some serious crazy shit again. All right. So here we are in uh, Les Grossman's office, and um, you know the process um, on the on the DVD that you have a little extra where we see Tom's makeup test where he sort of developed uh, 
the dance moves and the, his whole thing in this movie really just developed organically from a lot this of part's his really ideas. good and uh i hope when he, you go into the vietnamese character that you do a little bit of that too though okay oh yeah you should i love us i love us talking about tom but uh, the vietnamese did, uh, stuff is not good don't listen to that makeup tests with um with tom to get to this look and then uh, in one of the makeup tests he started, we filmed, he started to do a little dancing, just started to do a little of this hip-hop dance with no music playing. And it was so enjoyable. And this is a remarkable journey. Yeah. No, you no, know, it's crazy. This is, this is us at our best. What we do is a complete transformation with TC. Yeah, and he really went for it. And just it's fun to see like how his eyes pierce through the makeup. And it's hard to make that <laughs> motherfucker look ugly. It is, very you know, hard. That's a handsome dude, you historically. Have to, you have to work on it. But of all the elements, we wanted to we wanted to take the hair off of his head and put it onto his chest and arms. That's really what the, the goal was. Um, but Tom had really like had this idea for the big hands. He just said, you know, I want this guy to have really big hands, and he had these prosthetic hands made up. And I I had the the bald idea, and it just sort of like became this combination. Look at that hand. Doesn't yeah, it looks like big. someone else's hand is in there. It's right a now. big hand. <laughs> Dad is a big ass mitt. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, and he really, uh, he really goes off on this and uh, I, this run. He really, <laughs> really nailed this run. Fucking firestorm upon you! You're gonna have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker! I will massacre you! I will fuck you up! <laughs> <laughs> Now this take Reggie just just that take to me is just such such smart uh, yeah Reggie's comedic stone cold acting dude. yeah and he gave him real weight you know he just he actually you know which made it I think funnier so here we are at the uh, at the compound and we really wanted to yeah, go I'm for yeah I'm gonna give you a hand right now just for the show that's coming man thank you thank you very much fuck this, you uh, went all out you know we wanted to go for sort of a Gilligan's Island vibe to the. Uh, Coconut head. <laughs> Coconut head. Uh, straw. Look at you yeah. with the burlap and get at him. Yeah. Fuck, man. And sort of like a sort of a King Kong sort of feel. What'd you think of that dude when he put your teeth, his teeth <laughs> in your teeth? Look at this. That's a brave oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, we did a little Texas switch here. <laughs> did you? We call it the Texas switch uh, where uh, it's actually, they're not his. Um, that doesn't look like uh, a Texas switch out that head <laughs> to your nuts. <laughs> You took some well, abuse, baby. Brandon that learned how to pull his punches there. This was, uh, <laughs> again, like having to just... Uh, ben, look at you, man. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Look at your ass. Another lonely scene to shoot. Uh, none of the rest of the cast were Here there. Here it comes. Wait, everyone shut up. I got to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> like that little tiny kid. Yeah. And he was really, there's a, two twin young boys, and they were very good actors. And uh, here we are. Wow, look at this. Man. Hey, now. So this is the... Restrain uh, yourself. I know. <laughs> Start over, boss. My God. Um, so here we are at the, uh, now what, at the campfire, and I was really pleasantly surprised how these scenes came out, just because in the script they were always very expositional scenes. We had to just get the story forward. They had to plan what they were going to be doing, and... Um, they ended up being some of the the funniest scenes in the movie, I think, just uh, because we, A, I think we kept working at them to try to find the jokes in them, but also the guys are so good. Like, you see what how everybody's interacting here, and at this point you're seeing uh, all the characters interacting. They all have their own dilemma. 
Um, and everybody, I just feel like you guys are such good actors that it was it was really fun as a director to be able to. Where well, it is a dilemma yet to be exposed. Yes, there is. That for sure. has another element. The and missing dilemma is made clear. Yes, that's for sure. But even just the the little moments in here, like what you're doing, like Jack, I love this close up of you. Just how your skin is shining and you're, you're so intense. into it. Um, <laughs> Remember that? It just looks great, and you know, and you really are and. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw another little tidbit out of you. In earlier drafts of the script, that catapult idea yeah. was actually what the third act was. The guys actually catapulted <laughs> themselves into the compound, Thank and it was God. so stupid that at a certain point I said, this is way too stupid. We cannot do this. In fact, we have to pitch it as an idea, and then everybody has to look at him and say, look at him, like the, this is the stupidest idea ever. You made the writers feel real small that day. <laughs> no, but luckily, you saved the movie I again. take responsibility. You saved the movie every fucking day almost, you did. <laughs> I ain't lying. The writers. Man, that's a stone cold fact. I'm just ben telling you. The movie. I made myself feel small that you day. <laughs> spit that shit out, man. Fuck there out. it is. Okay. Man, I was having a ball Crazy that eyes. day. <laughs> Look at that. That's it, dead eyes. I ain't even in my body. That's one of those things you just can't explain, but to me it's one dead of the funniest eyes. things I've ever seen in a movie, ever. I'll just say it. Dead eyes. Um, and there, look at how we got lucky with that. The yeah. Boom, right in front of the face there. Uh -oh. And we are a trained actors, motherfucker. And I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Now, you must have felt like you were really in I looked right, right in your the camera. <laughs> Man, did you feel that. like you were in your groove right here with yeah. this moment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, not on the same Hold flight. Oh, look, Benson. This was all in the, in the studio. Yeah, all on the stage. Dude, that's yeah. a man. Yeah. This is to me like a, like how the like Sarah thing gets ratcheted up and now we're like into the you know into the mechanics. This is good old fashioned action movie now. And uh, Bill Hader just uh, in his was this the most studio. surreal part though of directing the movie is when you got Tom Cruise there on the set and you're directing him. I imagine yes. that that would be the most. It's definitely because because Tom is such an iconic figure in our culture. It's just definitely. A little well, if bit... you're directing Tom Cruise, you're like, well, holy, we are in Hollywood right now. Um, There's no way around. Yes, but you know, because of his look and everything, it was just so it was so different, and everybody was just, I think, into the moment. And then you got <laughs> McConaughey there. You got a lot of a lot of bigwigs on the set. You know, Tom was just really having so much fun with the character. Yeah. Oh wait, I got a better I like this idea. line he did here. Instead of a hundred million. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? <laughs> <laughs> what? And he just did that crotch grab on his own. You know, he just he was going with it. And then here, here, also here. Go fuck yourself. He changed it up. A little instead of a yell, he goes, does it high? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> improv. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Oh, yeah. That's a Tom Cruise improv. Um, and the little uh, relationship between him and Bill Hader here. Look how deep his eyes are. Look at him. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. You don't want to be on the other end of that, you know? It's like he's really laying it out there for him. It's a cold, hard world. Oh, this, this is a little bit longer than in the theatrical <laughs> version. We'll weep for him in the press. We'll weep for him in the press. Set up a scholarship in his name. Eventually, and I'm talking way, way down. Have you been talking uh, side projects with uh, Tom Cruise? Uh, we we have not been talking side projects. You wouldn't tell me if you were. <laughs> no, we you know. Diplodocus, don't be so diplomatic. What you got going on with the with the TC, brother? Um, I got three projects in the pipeline. I want to okay. work with that motherfucker. 
You got for Everybody sure at least one in the pipeline. I want to work with Bill Hader. Look yeah. at him. Look at him right over the shoulder. He's a young buck, but he's got it. He's got Bill Hader is really one of the the most talented guys. He's ever. the shit, man. He's got the goods. Yeah, and uh, as an impressionist, it's insane. He can do an impression of anybody and find find an essence of them. That's uh, like right now he's hilarious. trying to he's trying to download uh, Tom Cruise as we watch yeah. this. McConaughey's bringing it right here too. Look at that. The see right there. He's, he, it's coming right through. He's a black black hole. An incredible white dwarf. opportunity here, Peck. The universe is talking to us right now. This moment, I really uh, wasn't expecting even when we shot it that Tom would just sort of do this right there. <laughs> I don't think anybody was really expecting that he was going to go to that place. Uh, I, I like that McConaughey's really selling it on What's the other side. The too. Man, without McConaughey's reaction, it, it ain't going to work. Look at him. Um, <laughs> Look at Matt tripping. <laughs> He's trying to make sense of what's going on. Hater's saying, let it happen, baby. <laughs> oh, my God, TC's on no, fire. Nobody's got moves like Tom has here. I mean, this is just Yeah, people crazy. blown away by how that, yeah. that white boy dance. And, uh, you know, he's got the G5 move there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Player. Player. Big dick player. Swinging past your knees. Big dick, baby. Yep. Oh, now we're uh -oh. the party's over. See, it's one way or the other. In the next five minutes, let's see where that takes you. <laughs> let me get this straight. You want me to let my client of 15 years, one of my best friends, die in the jungle alone for some money in a G5? Yes. A G5 airplane. Yes. And lots of money. Player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down. <laughs> See, now we're back into... Look at him with the double guns in the hands. Yeah. He's, he's playing cowboys and Indians with himself. Yeah. <laughs> so here you guys are watching. Here's the come up. You got the Cyclops working. To the man's credit, he's actually eased up on the beat. This scene actually went really smoothly, I thought, when we shot it. You guys, um, again, near the end of the shoot, and you guys really had a good... Uh, Rhythm going with each other. Yeah, we only did like 60, 70, 90 takes this. <laughs> Fuck. Remember when you had him smack me all goddamn day? Tropic Thunder in theater. One of the first maybe R-rated movies, me and my father, um, who I guess is still my father, um, even though I am a clone, um, was the first movie that we ever saw together in a theater, our first R-rated movie we maybe ever saw together in a theater that I can remember. Um, but it was, I remember it was a very joyful experience and I, I'd, I'd be curious to see what his remembrance of the film. Cause I remember one of the big moments I remember was him saying, do you know who that is? And I'm, I'm young at the time. When did this movie come out? This movie came out, uh, let's see, Tropic Thunder, um, 2008. Um, so I'm in eighth grade. Um, 
and I remember my dad saying about the the Tom Cruise stuff, the Les Grossman stuff. Do you know who that is? And I was like, no. I mean, I, I, I it wasn't one of those things where like he's got so much makeup on that I'm like, this guy looks familiar to me, but I'm not like, you know. I wasn't a the biggest Tom Cruise fan at the time. You know the the um, Mission Impossible movies hadn't quite come out uh, yet. Though you know the really big popular ones. Um, I hadn't watched Top Gun yet. Uh, I had watched maybe Jerry Maguire, um, but like you know, it's just it's one of those things where I was not that big of a at least action movie uh, buff yet. And I feel like Tom Cruise was a bit of an action movie buff for a while. Um, I'd be curious to see. Let me, let me text my dad and see if he remembers really us seeing how, this movie in how, theaters uh, together. How that was lit. Yeah, well, that Maybe. scene really is amazing looking. I mean, that's John Toll doing his thing and finding just <laughs> like a little pinpoint on your eye. Jack, seriously though, you you really were great in that scene, and right off the bat, just uh, we did a couple of takes of it, two or three takes, but it was just so everything sort of came together in that scene. I remember feeling very excited. Yeah. When you did that. Well, that was one of those scenes. I was relieved when we got it. Yeah. Yeah. It just ended Thinking up about it. better than thought it would be. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. Here's where we sort of have to uh, buy that uh, Tug is kind of going over to the other side. Dad was a cute little boy. You loved that boy. Yeah, he was very sweet. I mean, him and his brother, um, twin boys, about five years old. You know, this was really trying to figure out a way to have Speedman go to a place where he... You kind of look like Jake Gyllenhaal there for a minute. (laughs) I'll I'll take it. Um, You know, but it was sort of like this. We had to figure... You know, we didn't want him to become Simple Jack, but we wanted him to sort of somehow get brainwashed into wanting to be with his captors and that whole thing, and also the idea of him wanting to have a uh, son, which tracked from the beginning of the movie, too. Wait a minute, and that poster back there, is you chasing a butterfly <laughs> with a ha- with a okay. sledgehammer? Yes. That's, yes. A, that's weird, man. Why the fuck would he want to kill a butterfly? It's, I think he's just trying to have some fun. Now, this scene, again, this is the other campfire scene that I was just uh, pleasantly surprised that we were able to... It really becomes, uh, I think, due to what you guys were doing. It's all about the buffaloes just putting his face right next to Robert's. Yeah. (laughs) You guys really brought this scene to life, and and at this point people, I think, uh, you know, because you're such relatable people as human beings that people are actually caring about the characters and... So it takes what is like could have been just look a, at me like in the back. You see my package? Look at you. Not bad. I'm trying to like sort of talk about the sorry theoretical idea. <laughs> yeah, check ben, out my dick. But yeah, your package ben, is there. Wow. Something look at that yeah. package. Oh my Ben's god. Ben's trying something. Is Let's give Ben is a lot of room. Is it possible that that's my stunt man? What? And that's you. That's okay, you, Jack, good. for sure. Yeah, you was tied to that tree for a long and time. My stunt man doesn't have the uh, the gut. No, it's Kevin. Kevin, whatever the fuck, come over here. Why'd you call him Radar? You call him Radar. <laughs> so on the on the um, extra features on the DVD, there's a, a full mag take of you, Robert, from this scene. 
and a full mag take of you, Jack, from this scene, where we see eight <laughs> minutes of both of you guys just doing your thing and improvising. Oh, man. And it's amazing because you see how you guys get to the moments that are in the movie and you see how much you guys are coming up with on your own and how in the characters you are and, and how committed you are. And I, I just, Look at my uh, dick. Oh, it's gone. It's out of focus now. Was <laughs> uh, you chubbing up? <laughs> you know. Ben would lift yeah. weights and I yeah. would... I would chub up. Bear shell comes Everyone has their own preparation. Yeah, Jay's great in the JB scene. JB brings it. He's the grounding force. Man, look at Brandon T. That's Brandon. a beautiful man. Yeah, Brandon has great skin. Really, uh, yeah. just uh, has a thing where it just uh, jumps off the screen. Oh, he's handsome. He is. Man, um, look at him. <laughs> the thing about, and Brandon did a great job in this scene. He does scene, glisten. Because this is a big reveal for his character. He was all over him about the knitting and how he made the knit. <laughs> Need to make the knitting look a certain way. You were fucking up in his head that day, man. I can't, I don't know how he made it. You toxic motherfucker. Damn, you wouldn't let it go, Neat. Cut, back to one, get the thread up. It doesn't look like you're really threading the needle. Like, and you don't even give a fuck in the scene. Man, you was tripping on him. I felt like John Toll, the uh, cinematographer, put a little extra effort and magical mustard sauce on the lighting of this. Yeah. Well, that's a, that because has a romantic he, Because feel. he's known as, like, the greatest outdoor cinematographer. And I think it, he bristles a little bit when people always put the outdoor at the front of his yeah, title. Yeah, bullshit. He's like, yeah, well, check this out. This is indoor. What do you think about this? Boom. Yeah. I have to say I was uh, as blown away as much, if not more, by the interior lighting that he did on the movie. Uh, especially in that cell and all that stuff. What's sad is I think I was trying to suck in the gut as much as I could when the camera was on me. Work the pipe and swallow the gravy. Man, I don't mind your titties. There you go. When I look Boom. right at it. <laughs> I think your skin looked great in that scene, Jack. Thank I love the, the purple and the shiny and the whole thing. You were I had a nice little glisten of my own. You were struggling a little bit with your skin, if <laughs> I remember with the bugs and all that. Oh, no, that was when we was on the island. <laughs> that was on the island. Prep for that one by working in a Beijing textile factory for eight months. That might be all right. So obviously, here's our little homage or apocalypse homage that was too that homage. That water was most filthy. <laughs> But Ben did not give a rat fuck. I come all with respect. Kwong Lao. Hold your cock! <laughs> um, so there you go. Now, Jack, you didn't love being on the back of the water no. buffalo. Robert no. had a better, I feel like Robert had a better connection with the water buffalo than you did. Let's just put our cards on the table. Uh, right? Yeah, he was actually like a like an animal whisperer. Yeah, you you had a nice you put out a good vibe with the animal, and of course the animal was pregnant. We didn't know that. No, but once she had it, she still didn't like me very much. Yeah. So 
So this is all of our the stuff that was cut out of the uh, uh, theatrical version, sort of like these little connective tissue pieces that just uh, that I, you know I liked, but at the end of the day we didn't need to keep the action going. But all this stuff was uh, was fun to shoot, and then we just sort of cut right to this in the movie. Far shame. I really think Brandon's great in this scene. He really feels very authentic. Man, I was off the hook. Yeah, you were this scene. You really, really had the eyes. You're working the eyes. I'm an Australian playing the black man playing the Vietnamese at this point. Ben got everyone gussied up back on your fucking mark to stop raining and get back to the mark. We're doing this all day and night. This was definitely uh, involved. There were a lot of POV shots. And yeah. We stuff have going cra- on. Everyone would have crazy. This, this was point. deep in the thick of it. This was like really like the last sort of, you know, Getting final to this hurdle. location yeah. was like, this was the most, it was a mission. This is a tough one. This was really hard. It was about an hour. Uh, Electrolyte! <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, the most remote of all the locations. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of that was cut out of the movie, too. So. We wanted to get through this, and the sky was changing all the time, so the continuity was hard. And my fish looked like koi fish stuck inside <laughs> almond cookie. <laughs> it sounds a lot like this Dave Thomas character from SCTV, Lin E. Tang, that that he did was hosted a horror show. Uh oh, here we are back with the boys. Yeah, so uh, they're in their own world, and he's gonna, he's relieved that that he didn't kill the director. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robert, you want to talk about your ADR sessions coming in to have to loop this stuff? Because you had to come in a few times. Ben had me going smooth off doing the Mandarin. <laughs> but you, but first we did what we did was when we first tested the movie. We had um, we had somebody loop your lines in Chinese and Mandarin. Didn't work. It did not work. Didn't work. Then we actually had your English lines with Chinese subtitles. We thought that might work. That didn't work. Still didn't work. Still didn't work. And then finally you came in with the idea to do it as Lazarus, as Osiris. That's right. In Chinese. As Osiris doing the little render. And that really gave it the the spin that it needed to make it uh, funnier. Dunk it, dunk! (laughs) This is like the tension moment. (laughs) This moment, I really got to uh, give a lot of credit to um, uh, to Phil Nielsen, who was our uh, our second unit director. He was having blast. And you worked with him on Iron Man. Uh, I would like to say it's definitely, at least for me, listening to the commentary. I was a little taken aback by the Robert Downey Jr. doing the Asian accent. Um, you know, I'm not an expert on racism. So I won't say anything else. I'll just say that I was uncomfortable with it. Um, and I think that for that reason, I'll take a point, you know, away from it. I always say it's a stupid thing to say I'm taking a point away. Because what does that really mean? At the end of the day, I will tell you my... No, you know, I'll, I'll give you my final assessment towards the end. Um, but uh, spoiler alert, I like this commentary. I think it's a fun commentary. Um, it's a movie certainly of its time. But um, as far as commentary goes, it's a good commentary. And especially, I think it's a good commentary 
excuse me, I just burped. It's, it's especially a good commentary for its time. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I probably do want to at least mention that I, hey, I hear it. I'm with you. If you are also someone who is um, uncomfortable, made uncomfortable by it, um, know that that's a good thing because you should be a little bit, I, I think, you should be a little uncomfortable by it because it's uh, definitely not something that someone should be doing. But again, it's a, there, there's jokes going on here, so let's uh, let's go back. Because to be honest, the big next part that's going to come up is when Robert Downey Jr. drops the character, and that's uh, that's very exciting. So uh, let's go. So let's go, go back. Location to the studio, and then we had to get all yeah. your stuff off and start the sort of deconstruction of your character. Yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah, go up that straight-ass wooden wooden uh, uh, ladder, which is impossible. This was like the big uh, puzzle at the end of the movie in terms of like all the editing, to like how to keep all this stuff going and how much you show of what. And it's it's perfect. Man. Got a bunch of different things going on. What's this? I don't know what it's called. It was sort of a process of weaning it down. Jack, you had to do a lot of this stuff uh, with. Um, second unit guys of this fight, didn't you? Yeah. And that fight ended up uh, getting cut down a lot. Too yeah, you was possible. loving those days. Man, you was a <laughs> crabby as a motherfucker. <laughs> Boom. Gotcha. So, uh... Steady curtains. <laughs> this, uh... This, you really, that air of uh, being in this weird... <laughs> Really going for There's the... someone off camera showing the kid how to move his hands. Yeah. That's the best shot in the movie right there. <laughs> Gotta get it together. My son gave this to me. <laughs> you did hit me. You fucking hypnotized me. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. So we end up cutting a lot of that sequence out. This whole... I mean, it was about eight minutes we cut out of that scene. Were you guys, when you were writing this, were you trying to keep it within, like, I know it's all comedy and funny, but there is an undercurrent theme about, and like, not knowing who you are and, like, hiding who you are and trying to find out who you are. Right. With, like... Yeah, no, I mean, that ended up being, like, we had to really sort of figure out what these issues were that the actors were going through at the end. So Yeah. That's also, why we ended up keeping uh, your character in character the whole movie. That right. really had to have a reason why he stayed in character because he was afraid to drop character. And it has to be that without Speedman being in the state he was in, he never would have got Lazarus to fall out of the character he was in. Right. That's that's exactly when we all helping each we other. Flipped man. it around, you know. But yeah, we, as ridiculous as the whole thing is, we had, there had to be some sort of logic to it. Everybody yeah. had their own. Yeah. Everybody's got issues, as you say. <laughs> um, it was. Uh, now, this is the Al Pacino run. He says he likes the real Al Pacino. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. But he's questioning him. He says, I'm Al Pacino. He goes, uh, I like Al Pacino in uh, Dog Day Afternoon. And Carlito's Way. <laughs> real Al Pacino. <laughs> and that was all true uh, improvising, too. And uh, we had to cut out a lot of your fight. I love that scream, Jack. There you go. Look at that. Come on. Full-on commitment. Boom. Boom. Jesus. Jim. Yeah. And that was your, uh, your stunt guy, Jimmy, did that drop. Did a very good Jimmy's job. the best. Yeah. And there it is. <laughs> What's going through your head, man? 
You ain't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the mashed potatoes. It was from... like it was six. It's very uh, yeah. Definitely. He was Richard Dreyfus in that moment. Definitely a little close encounters moment there. I'm gonna give these boys a Hanoi high five. <laughs> This was again like when you shoot all this action stuff, you you end up hanging on to it as long as you can, even when the movie doesn't support it necessarily, because it just you remember how much it costs and how how long it took to do it. Mm. <laughs> but uh, they could live fingers go. Yeah. <laughs> this is his little sort of. Why why I taste it so bad? They only laugh at my farts. Jeff, we really need to go now. This is all I deserve. <laughs> So close. Almost had it. But I'm feeling your pain, man. <laughs> you farts save your life. Farts are funny. Farts make people laugh. But the laugh. farts also save your life and motivate this horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've had enough of the fart humor. I have. Listen yeah. to this bit. Let's move. We only have 16 hours before they wake up. There you go. <laughs> little joke. Time for a little joke. Um, yes. Man, you so saw here, every bit of this. There's a lot of this stuff. Now, this this whole sequence is not in the theatrical version, too. The guy's coming in from the poppy fields and, again, loved how it looked, and it was hard to let go, but at the end of the day, we just had to tighten up the end and make it all happen a little quicker. Yeah. Gotta lose it's a lot of great one. stuff yeah. for the good of the whole thing. Come on, let's go. Come on, what are you guys doing? Let's get out of here. Be on tilt, status. Same thing happened to me when I played <laughs> Armstrong. So this is where we're just into a weird world where you're just oh, a yeah. asking the audience to get on board with these characters. They get the refrigerator <laughs> box, though. They get no, they like we, refrigerator box. That we locked into something together. This one I'm... Dad gummit, blam, tucky, I ain't reprogramming a VCR. <laughs> what I called him, Sam Tucky? Blam Tucky. Blam I ain't reprogram a VCR. Um, Fuck, is that in the movie? Nope, that is God not in the movie. Blam Tucky. I know. <laughs> it was really hard to let go of that. I'm telling Blam you. Blam Tucky. That was an ongoing trip throughout yeah. the whole movie. Who could call him the best thing? Right. And Sikorsky. then Jack just aced us all when he called him Radar. Radar. He brought it all Elvins. Elvins. Yeah. Again, like just try, trying to keep the reality level because he had no bullets. How do you keep him alive? That <laughs> That's how. Yes. The Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> you know, this is when I just I, I have to say that moment shooting Nick with that that flamethrower for real. It's a real flamethrower. Nick was blasting that thing. It was yeah. just a really enjoyable moment for me. Well, it was enjoyable for me to watch him do it on the yeah. day. I remember I was there. But look what Ben's at right It's enjoyable to watch Ben watching the stuff that he loves. <laughs> ben was in his own right here, though. You a dude that don't know what duty he is? Or are you a dude who has no idea what duty he is and claims to know what duty he is? What the fuck are you guys talking about? I playing other dudes. I know what dude I am. You're scared. I get scared of what? We're scared of who? Scared of who? Come on, guys, we really need to go. And this whole sequence was shot on, there you go, on the stage. Uh -oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Yeah, this was, you know, the question like whether or not the audience would actually this, care. This, is, this Lincoln Osiris signing on forever now. Or, okay, Thank it's going to happen right now. Thank oh, you, people. Shit. All right. Really one of the great comedic characters of all time. Thank you, thanks, thanks for letting me float with it, man. Right. Oh, this is weird. I love you, ladies and gentlemen. Man, it's hard to let go, but it's open. I remember uh, the eyes. That was quite a trip going from that to the, uh, the context. Wow, it's right. Now you're totally different. I can't get over how you're, how much you really changed in this character into this guy. It's like a rebirthing. But the ego still resides. <laughs> We're saying a lot in this scene, you know, asking the audience to make quite a leap. But um, this is where Robert Downey just wipes the floor it. with us, the actors. <laughs> he says, "Sorry, I'm going to my other place." It's not. It's not another, you can't no, another level. <laughs> you struggled with that a bit. Yeah, I did struggle. With you that know, one. you trusted it at the end yeah. of the day, and um, I mm -hmm. think the audience rather enjoys it yeah and quietly <laughs> i like how sensitive you are to light even though you've only been there for like two days it maybe <laughs> not even it's probably just like fucking hell man remember this this whole sequence it was yeah, just this was uh this was a lot of work you guys were doing a lot of stuff here Malty yeah. totally fucking came into his own and then we uh jack, jack i love this stunt of yours hanging off pulling him up and then the uh Four leafs. Call them four leafs. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever going to catch that without watching this commentary. You know what I'm looking forward four to leaves. is the uh, as the Saving Private Ryan moment coming yes, up with you as Matt Damon. Definitely coming up. Boy, this kid just won't quit. Yeah, he won't stop. Uh, this certainly the, is the, the best part of the commentary track, so I won't talk too long here, but... Uh, this, I think, is what takes the commentary track from an average commentary track to a very good commentary track. It's this weird, almost emotional continuation of the character from the movie, but it's obviously also rooted in humor and improv and comedy. Um, I don't know. It's very interesting, so I'll, 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 I'll shut up now, and you guys can keep enjoying it. flaming oil barrels in there and help. there you go man oh, so that's my, really fun to watch ass, in, my ass. in an audience <laughs> i'm actually getting a bit of damon right there look at you so fucking disorienting <laughs> are you still crazy we gotta get kandinsky to the chopper kandinsky we got kandinsky, kandinsky. <laughs> kevin sandusky my name this was uh Look yeah, at your arm swinging. We sort of worked. <laughs> we worked our way back towards the chopper in this this action sequence, and this was our march to the chopper. And I was a little freaked because that that bridge was a little moist. Action Jackson is back. Look how he jumps over the barrel. Yeah, Fantastic. unnecessary barrel jump. Yet, <laughs> flaming barrel jump. Yeah, no less. Um, you had to put some sand on this bridge because it was extra slickery in yes. the mud. Yeah. <laughs> and I was appreciative that someone was thinking of that because I was carrying this guy on my shoulders. Hell, if you weren't, man, you were yeah. brave. And you really did a good You're job. Strong. Look at that, man. You yeah. are strong as an ox. It, wow. it, it must be revealed at this moment. <laughs> I mean, Jack just fucking went for it. Okay. I was like, no, 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 pick him no, up. No, I like, didn't go I for it like, like uh, Nolte, though. Check out Nolte. 
No, Nolte's dive for the plunger. Nolte's 60-something. He took a full-on NFL power dive. Ben had a lot of options for this scene. Yeah, we shot, was trying them all. We shot this scene three times also uh, over at dusk, three three nights in a row. Or not in a row, but over a few, few nights. And uh, your close-ups in this look, I think, particularly good. You look very... Uh, Something I think your wife says you're living dangerously ish. You're very yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah, you got a whole thing going on there. The blonde looks good on you. I'm Robert. actually buying. This I think you guys way. both look good blonde. By yeah. the way, you Jack, say, I got you. Say you got to go there. back. I know. Look right. at that. I'm buying it. It man. did kind of piss me off when I realized that he was also blonde. I was really stoked that I was the only <laughs> blonde. <laughs> he had to steal my blonde thunder. I never understood that one, but it works. <laughs> he joined the circus? Yeah. That's a Nolte improv. That looked a little yeah. Charlie Chaplin-esque, by the way. You run around the corner there? Yeah. I don't know. Like well, he's doing the limp, because he else had a limp. Right. Yeah, why? I, that was a bridge too it far, was the, really, wasn't it? It was the running sideways. That yes. is the, whoa. Is that, oh, yeah, here it is. fuck, man. That's the classic <laughs> right there. Look at him go. He's stabbing me in the back. Okay. Fucking kid. Yeah, doesn't really uh, work Nol out the way. Fucking Nolte doesn't even brutal. understand. So here it is, Nolte. That's a real chopper happening behind him. He's going Look at for the this real... dive up. Boom. That gets him every time. And then Nolte does the full-on dive. Nolte. There it is. Henry, Whoa. Ah! Boom. Yeah. Fucking A, Ben. Yeah. He blew up that bridge. That's commitment. Here comes a side swipe on the MI3. <laughs> oh, the side explodey. Yeah, that was definitely a nod to J.J. Uh, Abrams' action there. Gorgeous. It fucking and, works, uh, man. The whole we, thing it comes together nice. Oh, yeah. You had to have that. Make sure I don't know why. I wouldn't okay. have had that little fucker <laughs> fold his arms. Just see him crawling away. <laughs> Go gritty. You want to feel like he drowned? That wouldn't yeah, have been good. And yeah. Ben, you've got us right back where we right. started, and, and we bought the whole back. ride. See, it comes, comes back around. And... See, now you're like in a real movie there, Robert. You're actually, and you are too, Jack. Thank you're you. excited. Yeah, and but I'm back. You're, you're still Tug. Tug is in his be. own world. Look at him. That's a help me right there. Give me a hand. And Teddy Shapiro. Fuck, man, you were crawling. You were crawling out of the effluvia on the other side of that ravine. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Can we try to do your run the same as in the beginning of the movie? Oh, yeah. I'm cold. I can't feel my legs. No, no, they're in the puddle. There's a part of I don't need that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> even, <laughs> even, <laughs> the cheap, <laughs> even the cheap jokes. Makes no make sense. No, it still gets a laugh though. <laughs> we were literally brothers at this point. Yeah, at this point. We were, yeah, we were in it. Um You started you're crying. My friend. Fucking fantastic, mate. You're my brother. Oh, but like a really cool brother, you know? Like a brother where there was no animosity. Don't or... look now, you got some real tears we're going. Almost out of Hawaii now. Almost, really? yeah. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks off. This sequence is also sort of hard to shoot because it was so many different pieces and chopper and that, you know, a lot of second unit intercut with first unit stuff. And then this was the first thing McConaughey shot. <laughs> 
it lost his voice by the end of the day. He didn't yeah, know how is, many. Uh, literally the first thing he shot in the movie. Speaking of full mags, he had no idea how many rips you'd be doing. That's right. He um he he committed. And that's a strong strong-minded man. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I remember in some of the test screenings, people going like, well, "Why does a uh, TiVo? Why does he have TiVo?" <laughs> You're like, "Uh oh." Yeah. Um, why is the TiVo important? <laughs> and then he's happy. He saved him. Uh, and there's an alternate ending where they actually capture him. He doesn't run off to the jungle that we have on the DVD too. It's <laughs> fucking wonderful. And then we jump forward to the Oscars. And the Oscar goes to... Yes! Todd Speedman! Well, the blunder, the true story behind the making of the most expensive fake true war story ever. That's awesome. And, uh, of oh, course, yeah. uh, Voight and Toby Maguire. It's nice to see that Toby got some recognition for Satan's Alley. Absolutely. And uh, I got Alicia Silverstone as my yes, girlfriend. Yes, you do. <laughs> nice. Nice. And hello, uh, uh, Lance. Hey, why didn't minute. he kiss him, the fucking uh. poofdust? <laughs> <laughs> and there, yeah. This was a... Great moment for you, It all man. came together for him. Hey, uh, great hair there. Thank you. Real I was actually nice. talking to Robert, but <laughs> you too. Oh, thanks, man. And you saved Tug Speedman's career. Mm. I couldn't have done it this without This is, uh, these two guys doing their thing. Nice little team. Really? No, dickhead, of course I could. A nutless monkey could do your job. Wow. <laughs> now go get drunk and take credit at all the parties. I would never do ah, that to you. Junkie. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> there he Okay, there he is. There he is. Go okay. have fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Les. Thank you. We have a good night. But seriously, a nutless monkey could do your job. Good. 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 You knew when you saw that you had the take, huh? <laughs> that was good Those shit. guys were great Cruise together. Cruz brings it all home right here he now. He sure does. He sure His does. His own private Idaho. Um, this is just one of those scenes I could watch over and over again just because... Uh, the moves that he's got going on. <laughs> and then uh, what we sort of wanted to do was work in a bunch of the stuff that we cut out of the movie into the uh, end credits, which is now in this longer cut, when we start seeing the highlights of uh, things that blew up in the movie. Damn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is good, dude. He's just doing his Congrats, thing. Ben. Thank you. you. And look, look who's him. back. Look who's back. Oh, hi. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, has man, finally made it. it Congrats to you, Robert. Come Thank on, you. man. Thank you. It wasn't Incredible. Easy. Jack, Robespierre. great work. Thank Jack, I, I feel very lucky to have worked with you guys in this movie. I am fine that I like you were it. late. It was uh, it was the other brothers All that right. were intolerant. I know. Look. I feel like we just shot the whole movie again. Going back, do you feel like if you could sense the relief in this room I know, that we're, we're actually done? We're done with this movie. We just did the DVD it's commentary. All, it's all happening. The premiere is tonight. It's all going to be Oh, it's going to be so good. And for all you guys who, who watch this special feature, I do want to say thanks. I hope you got uh, a look behind the uh, fourth wall, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's, well, there's a lot of stuff to look we're, at. On the we're, we're a hell of a bunch of guys. We're really down to earth. <laughs> we're not neurotic. I feel like I missed yeah. some little we nuggets, are not. though. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah! 
Tropic big cheer. Thunder. Big cheer. Wait there you minute. go. Look at that. Come on. Nolte! Yeah. Should we do the whole thing again? I gotta say... From the top, though. Ben's gonna. I have to say, the, I am gonna do it with uh, Jeff Mann and, oh, man. uh, and John Toll and Greg Hayden. No way. Are they here right now? Going but, to uh, but Greg Mac Hayden Bye. is gonna do Lazarus, so Cyrus, the whole time, <laughs> which is gonna be interesting. <laughs> And I, I gotta say, just uh, Kyle Cooper is just a, a genius. The guy who did these titles, and uh, yes. I worked with him on on Zoolander, and he's the best. <laughs> Let me get a little callback to uh, there he is. There's our hey. buddy. Things haven't really changed in Wait the relationship. Wait a second. So he got his jet. And he got his jet. He got he his got cake, and he ate it too. Yeah. And his son. Oh, still look at that picture. Look, yeah. This is freaking and then it's over. nuts. And then why, here... You know why I think it works so well, though? Now, here's the Crystal Method remix that has shout-outs, your guys' lines from the movie and stuff. You can turn that up a little clearer. You don't, you don't think I'm staying here to listen to this fucking song? This is still part of the commentary. The commentary goes till the end of the All right. final credit. Hold yeah, on. see? You heard I tried to play this for you before. That's good. Crank this shit up, dude. <laughs> But Ben, seriously, yeah. if I may kiss your ass for a moment. Don't, please don't. It's your appreciation of everyone's performance yeah. that really gave us the energy, I think, to True. Uh, oh, well, I had so through. much fun working with you guys. There's a lot of a lot of times you, you work with yes. people and you don't really you don't really feel appreciated that your really? stuff is yeah. Really? But uh, What do you I mean like really? I no, I don't like... really. That's interesting to me because I feel like as a director like that you when you have guys who are that good you are, like it's almost like a secret that you have because you go, oh my god, I got these great guys doing this incredible stuff well, that uh, I, I think, get to have be part of my movie. I think the lot problem is the directors get into this like uh, head trip that they want to take the, all the credit for the thing, so then right they don't ever really just sit back and enjoy what everyone's doing. <laughs> so if anyone asks me, what do I? Hey, I want to direct the thing. I'm saying he's enjoying it like right. Ben does for sure. That's I mean that's what the fun of it is. Ben Joy, you must Ben Joy. Benjoya. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. All right. We Thanks, everybody. We doed it. That's it. What the fuck? Uh, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secondary Commentary. Um, I don't know. I had fun doing this episode. It was a little bit long, but I did have fun doing it. Uh, hopefully, I don't. I'm curious to see how it sounds once I uh, put the episode out. We'll see how it sounds in the world. Um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please email, subscribe, write in, all that jazz. I love you so very, 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 very much. And, um, I hope that no one ever finds these tracks because they're very personal to me. I hope that no one goes out and, like, posts them, um... You know, because like, if I'm lost or something like that, like, well, I guess that's, well, I will say I am worried about the the government that, I don't know, the government facility that created me. I'm worried they're going to find me, but we'll see. You know, not a big deal.
Hi there. Uh, this is Nicholas. Um, this was the final recording that I found from Ben. Uh, if you guys don't know what this podcast is, this podcast has sort of been me just posting actual, well, it's been me posting clips I found, uh, that Ben had saved, and I was told at some point that I needed to post these in order to find him or he would be killed, um, and I also kind of hope that by posting these, maybe someone out there would recognize something and alert me to maybe where they have seen Ben. Um, I haven't heard anything from anybody yet. Um, I actually do have one more thing of audio, and I think Ben has been like getting into singing karaoke songs on the computer, so I'll post it just because, um, I don't know, because maybe it's a clue? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what else to do with this podcast, honestly. I'll try doing one more episode maybe on my own and we'll see. Um, but I, I, I do really feel, uh, at a loss. It, it, it bums me, it, it, it bums me out a lot. So I don't, I don't know. Um, anyway, this is Nicholas signing off once again, saying if you have any information about where my clone Ben is, please email in at nicholaspjar at gmail.com. Um, yeah, there's one more clip here, and I'll play it for you. And um, I, I hope you guys have a good week. Um, I'm going to do a crossover episode with this podcast uh, next week for you guys. Uh, I'm going to talk about a commentary slash musical episode um, on my channel. It's a Spotify exclusive so you gotta go over to gotta go to Spotify and listen to it, uh, and it's called Four Songs Four. If you haven't heard of it, um, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm bummed. So I ho- I hope uh, I hope I hope someone reaches out. Um, I really I Ben, if you're listening to this, I really I hope that you're doing okay, man. I um, I miss you a lot, and um, I know that it hasn't been easy for you. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you're a good dude, man. You're, you're a really good dude. And, um, I don't know. I know, I know how you beat yourself up because I'm you, you know what I mean? We have similar brain patterns and, um, I don't know. It, uh, I, it's not always easy to accept yourself especially when there's two of you and you I think you're constantly comparing yourself to yourself you know what I mean but you are so special and you have so much worth and so much potential and I don't know I just want to say I love you I do I love you so much you I I think that you are so funny and you're handsome and you're this really really great person you're so kind and, and you care about everyone around you um and and we all have our faults you know what I mean like every at least that's the way I think and I think that you think the same way because we're the same people but um I just don't think you, I don't think you can let yourself, I don't think you can beat yourself up so much. So, 
I don't know. I, I wish I had better things to say, but you know as well as I do that the issues that you're going through, I also go through some sometimes. So, um, know that from a, from where I am, I, I know that we can accomplish really, really, really great things. And, um, and there are definitely people out there that do care about us, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it is hard to remember that. So just know that it's true. I know it's true. I I've seen it firsthand and, and, and maybe you have taken a little bit of a backseat for a while because you're, you're trying to stay out of the limelight and I get that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I love you. Uh, this is the final track that I have on from Ben. Everything else has kind of just been, you know, goobly goo. Um, if anyone please knows where Ben is, email in nicholaspjar at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. And I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Oh, yes, I can make it now. The pain is gone. And all of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here is that rainbow I've been praying for. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Sunshiny day.